This is the Wildy Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm Holly. Through the conversations we're having on this podcast, we're exploring themes of Wildy Wellbeing. And by listening today, you're joining the conversation. Greetings. Second take. And might I just say, Luke, that you um, you really had a presenter voice on there. That was, you sounded quite serious. Thank you. Um, I did manage to channel a moment of seriousness despite the giggling that was occurring beforehand. Well, I guess it's been a while since we last recorded. Um, we cheerfully left off season four saying, see you soon. Uh, but as with most things in life and 2022, um, the soon was slightly more prolonged than we initially imagined. Yeah, we said, see you soon and Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh my, which basically, given quite how sweaty this continent has become in the last few months feels like a very very long time ago yeah I mean there are layers upon layers of sweat occurring upon me right now which is probably a little bit too much information for our listeners um but it is warm what a vision and just to give some kind of um what's the word um oh bloody hell you see you can tell i've not recorded a podcast for a while because my vocabulary has gone to the pits <laughs> so maybe we should do a little um bit of a reintroduction where we are and what's going on well absolutely because where we are is actually slightly different to where we were at the end uh, geographically physically i mean um to where we were at the end of season four uh, my geographical location has uh, remained in london um which has been joyous not that i've spent much time in london but i have been based in london lukey babes however has jaunted could you please tell us to where you have jaunted yourself i have jaunted myself i have traversed um and i'm now spending probably two-thirds of my time maybe ish um in Tirana in Albania and if you have listened to the podcast at all or if you know me at all you'll know that um Albania is a significant part of my life and so I'm splitting my time between Albania and the UK but slightly weighted towards Albania because the weather's better the food is better and uh yeah it's just a better place to be to be honest <laughs> What an ex yeah, an exciting year. Um, and as someone who has known Luke for far too long, um, I mean, there are two sides to this. Part of me um, hates him because he has abandoned me in the UK. Fair. Yeah. But the other part of me is really so happy um, that Luke has gone to the place that he has been um, yearning for and uh, working towards for so long and there's a little cherry on that cake which is I get to go and visit so yeah. actually it's all good yeah it's a, it is it is one of those things and I think this is a kind of a good uh, metaphor for life generally is it, it is bittersweet like whenever you make a decision to do one thing it means that you've made a decision by default not to do other things um 
so when I made a decision to spend some time focusing on building relationships and, and kind of growing the Albanian part of my life, it means that I've had to pause or spend less time on, spend less time with people in the UK. Uh, and that is hard. There is a constant push and pull. And there's all, I've always experienced that push and pull. Um, when you're in one place, you miss the other one. When you're in the other, you miss the other. Um, but I, it, yeah, so it, it is that kind of bittersweet. Like it feels good, it feels positive, but it's still, you know, I'm, I'm, I miss, I don't miss the UK really, but I, I miss people in it. Um, and so if I could have a combination of Albania life with UK people, um, that would be great. So one day when I build my big hippie commune, um, everyone will be able to come and stay and then that will make me really happy that will be the reality um but i think that kind of when you just said about things being bittersweet actually not really an adjective we've used very much but i think that really summarizes so many things in life um and probably because we probably focus on focusing on the sweet aspect of things so much more trying to make something that is bitter sweet whereas i guess just embracing that if something is bittersweet it means that there's two positive sides that can't necessarily you, you can't do both at once so in your case actually there's two places that you love to live in that give you different things um but you can't do them both at once but the fact that there's a sense of bittersweet means that there's still these different options and there's still variety yeah, for sure. And I think often we try to push away from loss or feelings of kind of bereftness or an absence. We kind of try and compensate for those things and kind of fill them with the sweeter things or the more joyful things or try to kind of wrap them up in those things. But actually, it's really significant to acknowledge that actually you can't always have everything. Uh, and actually, by not like I think what you were just articulating by not always having everything perhaps you appreciate things more those those things hold a greater significance um and you know I don't take my time in Albania at the moment for granted um because it may be that it's for a year and then that's it um and I hope that means that when I'm back in the UK, I also don't take that time for granted, that I can really be with the people that I love and also go to the restaurants that I... I should have probably said I miss restaurants as well as people because there are a couple of my faves that are absent in my life. Um, but yeah, you can't, you can't have everything all the time. And I think sometimes well-being is presented as um, get what you want when you want to make yourself feel good. But actually, I think well-being is more about acknowledging what you do have, what you don't have. And find, again, we bring coming back to balance, finding that balance. I guess a lot of the guests that we've had so far would probably resonate with that idea. And some of the projects that they've taken on, um, the decisions that they've made, um, when you think about the people we've had who've built their own businesses. And there's mm. obviously been sacrifices there um, for the people who've um stepped out to talk about something quite difficult for all of those yeah the different guests that we've had i think bittersweet would probably be something they might resonate with um as well and i'm sure that kind of we might see that in the guests that we have this season as well yeah absolutely 
um, which is a lovely little segue into thinking ahead as well as looking back, because we've been really grateful to the such a broad range of guests that we've had. Um, And there'll be some familiar or at least a familiar face this upcoming season, but also some some new people that we've met through recording with other people, which is really great. Um, and also others that we have engaged with online who we really respect and value the work that they're doing um, and want to bring that work, that effort, that kind of offering to you all as well. So there's lots of good stuff to dive into over the course of the next few episodes. Yeah, so we will um, not give away too much. Although if you do uh, want to get a sneaky peek or an idea of what will be coming up, um, we suggest you head over to send your Instagram at Worldly Wellbeing. Holly, earlier on we talked a little bit about uh, what I've been up to and you know my balancing of countries and the people within them. Um, what else have you been up to? What have, what have your one of your focuses been over the last few months? Well, that is a question you'll probably wish you didn't ask. I'm at the stage in my life where I just really I used to dread somebody asking me what I did because I hated being having a job title or something that I didn't feel satisfied with assigned to my name. Mm. Now I just hate it because it takes me about 15 minutes to explain what I do with my life. Um, so my 2022 has just kind of been like a snowball that keeps getting bigger and faster. <laughs> um, yep. um, in the true style that, uh, Luke and I, um, have always been like, uh, is that it's all or nothing. And even if it's everything, there's still more that can be added on top. As I normally like to a little cake analogy, it's really me saying until the cake topples over, you can keep getting more layers, icing cake, icing cake, icing cake. Um, because what's more satisfying than an exceptionally tall cake? Than a giant cake. Exactly. And equally, you know, for me, what's more satisfying than having loads of things going on? So I think I ended 2021 with one or two kind of jobs and started 2022 adding another job to my, I hate saying portfolio, to my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, and suddenly my year has burst into loads of travel for work, which has just been great. Um, kind of returning to work in the art world, which is something I started off in years ago. Yeah, so travel, art. What else have I been doing? I don't know. Um, but it's been really exciting. It's been a really busy, exciting time. I am, of course, trying to find the balance so that I sleep. And I don't ask. Yesterday, I left a WhatsApp message with Luke with my super croaky, husky voice saying, hopefully this voice will leave by the time we record the podcast today. And Luke kindly reminded me that I had the same problem when we were recording last year as well. So maybe I never know when to stop and let my voice rest. Yeah, because I think it was the first episode of season four that you also had a croaky voice. Um, So maybe that's just your pattern. Yeah, I mean, I think I sort of run to my own 
some people run to, you know, the, the world seasons like spring, summer, autumn, winter. I think I have my own pattern and I'm not really sure how they work, but I think sort of winter for me is a fairly regular, I'm croaking and I'm dying. Um, and then I go straight into a full blown summer and then I go back to winter again. <laughs> it's like one big peak and then one big drop. Um, <laughs> exactly. So then what, okay. Um, what are your kind of, I don't want to say aspirations because that sounds a bit too like, oh my gosh, I've got to have a goal for the end of the year or for the next five years. And we don't mind five year and 10 year plans. Um, but uh, no, it's too, too much. Um, but like, do you have any hopes or what would you like to see in the second half of 2022? I'm just doing that kind of nodding, mm -hmm. thinking quickly. So very recently, my younger brother got married. He did. Which was something we've been excited about. I mean, my mum has been, you know, basically ready for this for the last three <laughs> years since they got engaged. Um, and the family WhatsApp couldn't cope with anymore. So thankfully they got married. But there was a moment then I was a bridesmaid. As everybody knows, things like weddings or Christmas or like really exciting times, they do fly. I hate that, it, you know. It's cheesy, but it's true. Like time flies when you're having fun. And I remember like halfway through the day, maybe I like, had to stop myself and say, just pause for a minute and like hold this moment. Because if you don't, if you just keep looking forward to the next thing, or if you just being in the moment, I think is probably something I'm quite good at, which is why I end up doing mad things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and living quite spontaneously but there's also like the risk that maybe you don't hold that in your kind of in your memory but also just like the emotions and the, the growth that happens so I had this I now can picture myself being stood there just pausing very momentarily just to take that a still of like the emotions the feelings so coming from that I would like to feel that at the end of the year, yes, I've had a really busy full year, but I would like to hope that a little bit like a scrapbook, I've got those mentally and emotionally, I've got that little map of my year. Because I guess it's kind of important for all of us, right, is that you, you can look back and see maybe how you've grown or how you've changed. And you have that as a kind of a, a record so that it wasn't all just loads of fun and excitement and busyness but it's also staged as well yeah like anchor points yeah but i like that that image of a map actually as well like that um yeah looking back and seeing where you've been what you've experienced um and those kind of snapshot moments of of emotion of sense of of actual visual memory if you have a good memory um yeah i think that's really beautiful Mm. And because I guess as well, it's a little bit like iPhones with all the photos that we always take loads of photos in the moment. We never do anything with them, but they just end up banking up. So occasionally you might sort of flick back through. But the reality is, I don't know, we, we, we just have kind of it's like our lives, I guess. They're just a big trunk of mm. images and feelings and emotions. And sometimes I suppose it's nice to it's like, well, I guess, where people have albums is that you can, in a more measured way, uh, recall things and 
Well, that's yeah. kind of like the, the process of curating for an art exhibition, isn't it? It's about, you know, an artist might have loads of pieces of art, but they're not going to put all of them in one exhibition. There's a, I'm speaking very ignorantly, but uh, you will be able to, I don't know why <laughs> I'm the one that's talking about art, but there's a curation process that acknowledges who the artist is, what their work seeks to demonstrate in that broader sense, but also then the specific nature of that exhibition. And I suppose we're kind of, maybe there's an element of us all seeking to curate moments of significance. Um, and how do we hold those um, in, our, in our, our own galleries and our own exhibitions? So yeah, curating moments of significance. And listener, I made that up on the spot. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, I actually bow down to Luke because I start spouting. Goodness only knows what's coming out of my mouth. And then somehow Luke's brain must be working at, I don't know what kind of speed and ability. And it just comes out with absolute belters like that. It's teamwork, babes. That is like a number one hit. You are top of the charts right now. Boom. Also, hello, episode name for the podcast, Grazie Mille. <laughs> I actually love it. That is amazing. Um, but, but yeah, I think there is a, I, I, I genuinely, I, I kind of, I hadn't really thought of it in that way until you were sharing about that. And I, I kind of, when you spoke about holding that moment, it was the piece of advice that everyone kept giving me and, and my husband before we got married. Don't like don't let the day run away with you. Like it will go really quick. And I I can remember bits of it, but the most significant moment I can remember, or one of the most significant moments, is be we stepped outside at dinner. Um, we had a very small dinner with really with our closest friends and family. Um, I was there. Holly was there, clearly. Um, and we stepped outside, um, just uh, just the two of us, me and my husband, or me and Holly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that probably wouldn't be too surprising um and we just like took that moment and I can I can I have a bad memory but I can vividly remember standing outside in this this beautiful garden with a Christmas tree because it was in December um and I was just going oh my gosh this has actually happened and so those being more deliberate about curating those moments of significance i think that's what i'm going to take away from this conversation in particular today is okay so what can, how can i do that for the second half of this of this year in these moments of significance it's also about acknowledging that they they're not always going to be positive are they so you know there are landmark moments that i'm now recalling in my life that are not moments of joy like you know that you know they're, they're really and they've really stuck with me um and they're part of my gallery they're part of my exhibition and i and i can't nor would i want to remove them no matter how much they hurt you know losing loved ones moving on from a, a situation taking a different path all of these different things they are they are significant they hold value and they're not that, that value is not always joyful but they're part of our own uh, our own galleries, our own exhibitions of our lives. Mm. And, you know, in a way they're, they're grounding as well, aren't they? Because I sometimes sort of recall, like you say, I mean, moments of losing a loved one and I can, you know, picture like the feeling of the chair where I was sitting and all those things. That, but 
for some reason there's something almost comforting about recalling that and as we were talking about galleries it i mean it's very much like an exhibition there are some works where you're like absolute shit um, or some works where you're like oh okay a bit off piste like that don't like that but that's like the beauty of anything that it of lives of exhibitions that they are a mix yeah and i think that grounding piece that you just mentioned as well goes back to what we just as we were kind of beginning this bit of the conversation about that piece of grounding and anchoring so that kind of sense of you know these are we can look back at the map at the times that the ship has has anchored uh, for whatever reason whether it's because of a storm or because you're you know you're, you're feasting or whatever it is there are those really significant moments um so maybe that's i mean it's an invitation i'm going to extend to myself to um be mindful for those opportunities to create those curate those moments of significance but i guess maybe an invitation to the listeners too as we consider what worldly well-being is and and themes of worldly well-being um where are your moments of significance and, and what does your gallery your exhibition look like and and how can you capture that because for many of us we engage with these things in so many different ways like I am a words person, so I, I like thinking of words and writing and, and, and I've started to engage with writing again, which has been really fun. Um, but some of you will be picture people and will need to demonstrate it through art or music or anything else. But so how can you capture that? And what does it look like to record it? And maybe not on social media. Maybe that's a gentle challenge as well, because it we do tend to live yeah. in a world of if it's not online, it's not real. And I want to push back gently against that and, and perhaps challenge this idea of, uh, of realness only if it's online. Where can we find significance beyond the realms of the likes? I don't know where to go from that, except on a slightly sideish note. Um, I think our homework should be, and listener, your homework should be, once you've considered what's in your gallery, what is the name of the exhibition? Yeah. What are you titling your life retrospect, continuing retrospect? Um, yeah, what's it called? That would be the kind of thing that will then send me, because I spend, like, I could write, I write, like, if I write a blog piece that's, like, a thousand words, and I can get that, if I'm inspired, I can sit there in an afternoon and bash it out, and then it will spend days twizzling over what the flip to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that will be, that's definitely a challenge. Okay, so I think uh, the final episode of season five, we will reveal the names of okay. our personal well, exhibitions. And we need to make a note of that then. To that yeah, actually. we will not remember. And I guess it will be interesting uh, to hear from our guests this season what their moments of significance might have been in the journeys and the stories that they share. Absolutely. So yeah, that's an opportunity for us to hear from you. I think we should wrap this bad boy up. Pop a ribbon on it. Stick it on the shelf. I was going to stick it on the shelf. That sounds negative. Yeah. <laughs> stick it on the shelf. Regift it another time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. And as we mentioned before, keep the conversation going. Engage with us online. Follow us uh, at Worldly Wellbeing on Instagram. Find us on the platform that you love to listen to podcasts. Give us a like, a subscribe, a comment, share the love. Um, and yeah, get in touch and tell us about your exhibitions. We look forward to engaging with you in the next episode. So sending lots of love. Ciao, sis. Bye.